everyone, welcome to a special edition of the Zelda Informer podcast because we are all in person for the first time in podcast history, I believe, actually. Yeah, even much. for when Adam did the podcast, he never had an in person one where everyone was in the same room. Um, so we're at E3, we're yeah. in my hotel room. Uh, we don't have our usual host, Alfred, here. He is back doing ZI Reacts and a whole bunch of crazy stuff at the home base. Uh, but I do have a former Zelda Informer writer and current one and a friend who helps me out at Zelda for once in a while. So first off, this is Mr. Rod. Hi. He's one of our senior editors at the site, does new stuff. He also yep. keeps up two of our contests every week. Uh, so you literally see him do stuff every, every single day. week. We have, uh, I'm going to pronounce it wrong, Zion Grassel. Uh, Zion. Zion Grassel. Okay, sorry. Yep. Um, I keep thinking of Xenon. Right. Yeah, all the 20 girls. High school flashbacks. <laughs> um, anyway, so he's here. He's also a former writer at the site, but he decided to help us out this E3. He went last year, too, fun times. And then this is Eric Moore, my best friend. He helped me out with the Triforce Hero walkthrough. I think was the last thing he helped me out with the site. Um, and I think after this E3, he is a newfound Zelda fan. Just a little perspective. He has played Zelda, some Zelda. Not necessarily a huge fan. Doesn't go out of his way to be like, I need to get the latest Zelda game. Um, you know, he'll talk to me about Zelda, but you know, like, I think, have you even beaten a Zelda game before? No. Exactly. So you, that lets you know where we're coming. This is Zelda Informer, and he's never beaten a Zelda game. If you weren't a Zelda fan before, you should be one now. Yeah, oh, so, so this is like a unique. So it's, it's this fine. is a, a very fine. unique perspective. So we have all played Zelda. All four yes. of us have played Zelda. Yep. Um, I got lucky to play it twice. So Breath, Breath of the Wild. But Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Yes. Not Breath of the um, Wind. Breath of the, the, the Wind. So this is gonna be a little different. Uh, this podcast, uh, as it's been really weird because we set up the structure in the first podcast and we haven't followed it since. Because we had the pre-E3 special, and now we have the Addy 3 um, So uh, we're just going to do 45 minutes talking about a lot of different topics that range from our experience with the game. Because it's important to note, at the time of this recording, a lot of you viewers know more about this game than we do. Pretty much. Right. Um, you guys have had six-hour-plus Nintendo streams and stuff on GameSpot and IGN and YouTube Live and a whole bunch of places I've been talking about all the Zelda stuff, interviews out the wazoo. We don't know any of that stuff. We were too busy... Being at E3, playing the game. Standing in line. Standing, standing in line. Standing in line. <laughs> yes. Um, so, uh, one cool thing to note is that these shirts up here, these are things you get uh, from playing the game while they have supplies. At the end, there are two demos. When you play them both, you can get a shirt and a coin. A coin. I'll put up a, a picture of the coin. It's too small for to fit it in the camera. You guys won't even know what's going on. Um, but, yeah. So, we're just going to get right off started because... All of our first experience with the game was exactly the same as your guys' first experience with the game, was the trailer. Because we were all sitting in the lobby watching the really bad trailer, because it kept cutting out. It wasn't the trailer's fault. I don't know why it kept cutting out. Yeah, we had some interruptions um, in the front, kind of in the way. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh! I won't name any we will, names. <laughs> we won't name names. Or the, oh, boy. Um, so the first thing I actually wanted to bring up was the title of this game. All right, so... As you can tell with the shirts, and we already said it already, it's The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, I apologize to anyone who viewed or said it's all Breath of the Wind. I yeah, I honestly, that's the way I read it the first time yeah. I saw yeah, the, yeah, exactly. the title as well. I think well. pretty yeah. much everybody did. Yeah. And I think our that brains... That I mean, I, I, I ignored the... I just, Some people are thinking it's that. plural. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's, easy no. to, to, it's easier to say wind than it is wild, I think. It Breath is. The it wild is. Is hard by the way, by the way, did yeah, you start the timer for this segment? Okay, all right. Um... Sorry about that. We're trying to keep it strict to an hour because we're tired, man. It's been a long day. 
took us me two hours to drive like eight miles back here. So, yeah. um, welcome to LA in rush hour. So, uh, the title I always thought was really interesting uh, because a lot of times Zelda is named after an item, right, or a character, and this isn't named after anything but like the world, I guess. Right. Right. Not um, that we know of anyways. Yeah, I mean it, it's. It's very, very interesting that they they went that route. Um, I just I, I don't really have anything else to say. Yeah, to me, it seems evocative to like the way the the game is set up. It's like you're getting a taste of this big open world. At least the demo felt like a breath of the wild. Like yes, we get we just get a initial sense of how this world is going to grow. You know, yeah. and I think that's what Link experiences when he first steps out of his little chamber. And yeah, and I think I, I read something too online. Um, where like Aonuma said that this game, its main focus is exploration. I mean, pretty obviously. Yeah. Well, so they, yeah, they wanted to yeah. title the game, you sure. know. Um, but I, I didn't really think of it, you know, myself. Sure, either, sure. First hearing that, so. Um, so that was obviously our first experience. We saw the trailer. We were all, you know, I don't know, yeah. geeking out, but I was freaking out. Um, I was trying not to yell because as I said someone in the front was kind of <laughs> doing that work. Kind of doing all the work for me, so I was like, I, I clapped a couple times and I was like, yes, and I'm like, okay, keep it. Keep it down. Right, guy. Keep, keep um, chill. Because like, and because it, it kept cutting out. So I was like, as soon as you get excited, then you get upset because you don't know, cut out. And like, what's going on? Link takes your shirt off. You're like, um, yes. I know, and I'm like, oh, should I load up the stream on my phone quick? And, and if you ever been to an event like E3, like that ends as soon as you walk in the building. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so we're gonna spend a lot of time just talking about our experiences through playing the demo um, and our experiences at the E3 Nintendo booth, um, and we'll go through a few of the things that are are new that we noticed just from the demo itself. Um, obviously, you guys might have further explanations on this. That's great, but we're just going to talk about our experiences. Um, so, first off, there's two demos. Um, the first demo is uh, let's just say interesting. It feels it, it's so hard to talk about the two demos to me because we were just talking about this earlier. They're out of order. At least yeah. it feels. Right. No, out of order. I, 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 yeah, I agree. Yeah, oh, totally. Um, and, and their ex- explanation to me when I asked the Nintendo reps about it was really weird because they kept saying, we just want to drop you in the world and let you get a feel for the controls and a feel for this. Yet when you play the second demo, it explains all the controls to you. Yeah, and it yeah. feels like a much more gradual tutorial yeah. experience. Oh, and does everybody know what the what the order of the demos are as well? Um, they probably do by now, but we might as well talk about yeah, it. Yeah, Sure, sure. So well, the, well, the first demo just drops you drops you into the world and lets you... Roam around freely, explore wherever you want. It gives you some equipment, and then the yeah, second and, demo. Yeah, and it should be noted both demos take place in the beginning area. Yeah. Oh, sure, the yeah. plateau, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah the great plateau. Yeah, yeah. And then the second demo starts you out in was it, was it a the different? resurrection chamber? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then pushes you, shows you the the old man. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, the old man. Yep. And has you talk talk with him a little yep. bit. You get to run by the temple of time. Um, well, at least I, I did. Yeah, at least. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, um, yeah. more, more so, story focused. Yeah, as they told as they told it to me, it was the first one was dropping the world, just have fun, explore, figure things out. Which I guess I get. That kind of gives you the the original Legend of Zelda vibe. Yeah, where nothing's explained, you just figure it out. Uh, and to be fair, they had diagrams for the controls, but you're so looking at the game, you're not really. Doing that shit. Right, no, the like, game, I'm, I'm playing game, Zelda right now. Even <laughs> the gamepad has like explanation <laughs> for the controls. There's nothing else on the gamepad but that. So you are like not have 15 to 20 minutes. I'm not paying yeah. attention. No, to you're just like I just need to find stuff in your own room. And for me, yeah. like it takes like whenever like I read anything, I have to read it multiple times to actually like soak it in because my mm. brain just doesn't accept the information. Yeah. So like if I were to look down at that, it would just be like nothing to me. Yeah. So and I didn't want to waste time reading. I wanted to play the game. Exactly. Yeah. So um and obviously the second demo, as they told me, this is it's the beginning of the game. 
this is how the game starts. So apparently, I, you know, obviously I'm assuming there's like a character name screen and all that stuff. Um, and yes, you know, you're introduced with voice acting, a narrated voice acting, which is, uh, I think, kind of a cue from Hyrule Warriors, where the narrator oh, yeah. had a voice. Oh, sure, sure. But no one else did. Because the old man does, doesn't talk. Uh, well, he talks, but he doesn't have a narrator. That voice wakes you up, and then while I was playing, I was kind of like messing around, not going to the Temple of Time. Yeah. And I hear the voice come up in my earphone saying, "Hey, Link, you should you should go over to yeah. that thing." Says. And, and this is something oh, to note. Sure. I saw on um, <laughs> HanZeldInformer.com for the rare time that it was up. I really apologize for it being down so much. Uh, that we had a post saying, "Now, obviously, I don't know all this stuff, but it said something about how there's no companion," and that's not the impression I got from the demo. Yeah, the the the, the Sheikah slate. slate. It speaks to you. Something's speaking to you right. through it. Um, and that's what wakes you up in the resurrection chamber, and that's what's like at least in this beginning area is kind of nudging you in the right direction. It does. I mean, it doesn't want uh, eventually say, "Hey, go over here," but it doesn't force you to go over here, which is what's really cool about it. In the past, if you remember, uh, a lot of previous Zelda games, it's like you have to go this way, especially in the beginning. This is where yeah. you have to go. No, the game just says this is where you need to go to progress the story, but you can go. It doesn't pretty force much. you to. Yeah. You can go. You'll make a little reminders here and there, but it's not like a Midna popping up. But you can't go that way. No, you can go that way, but you're not going to progress in the this story. Might be too big for you to way. go. You might, yeah. you might die on the way there. Yeah, right. yes, yeah. yeah. Right. You might. Got a nice story for you guys there. about supposedly things being too hard. Um, <laughs> well, we'll get into that a little later. We were, we had a long conversation about it that should have been on the podcast. Um, so first thing I want to bring up, though, and this is something that at least I noticed right away playing it. I don't know if it translated well to viewers because you're not playing it. Um, there was no ability to roll. That, that, that was, this is like at the first 3D Zelda game you, you should roll around the, there's no roll button I, right? I thought the same thing I was like where's the roll button but it's more like sprinting and jumping yeah and, and we had and we had sprinting in, um, in prior Zelda games right. Skyward Sword with the stamina cause it, it feels stamina. a lot like that yeah it, it felt a lot like that you know and um, so it was just really weird that to me that they had the the no roll the sprint and then in addition a jump button jump button mm-hmm. right like it's everything that we're. It like feels weird to be like, yeah, revolutionary. There's a jump right. button in a game. Yeah, it's so, <laughs> but it's needed. It's it actually is needed. Yeah. Uh, it confused me at first because first time I played the demo, I admit if you guys see any footage of it, any of that makes it online, I look like a total scrub because I'm so confused. I didn't know and there was I, a jump button. I'm also guilty. I like <laughs> went to, I, like there's this platform that two chests in the middle of, the, of this like this mud pit or whatever, and you can't go in the mud. It does damage right. to you. Quick so like, and, but they have like a cliff leading up to it. In past Zelda games, you would just run automatically jump off the cliff. So I run and. <laughs> Yeah. Right. I'm like, I did the same. What? what? And I didn't notice there was a jump button until ten minutes later in the demo. But yeah. Then there was no time left in the demo. In fact, I hadn't fought an enemy yet. Um, the thing that frustrated me about not because of lack of enemies. Apparently, I just literally walked right in between them and never bothered to look in the corners of enemies here. And he said, "No, I just walked in between them, blissfully unaware they're there." Stealth. <laughs> Stealthing. Yeah. Stealth. Stealth. That's all you were doing. You were just using the new mechanic. And one thing I did notice, I haven't figured out what button it, hit, it is yet. You can crouch yes. and crawl around. Yeah, it's the stick. Yeah, because it happened by accident when I was, yeah, well, I'll get into it later on. When I was fighting a big rock boss thing, um, I, I can't think, it starts with a T, I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head right now. It's like Terrest or something. Yeah, it, it's like five letters, I can't remember. It's okay, we'll have some footage I'll probably throw up um, of him, hopefully. <laughs> Uh, it's not much footage. It's, it's not much. <laughs> uh, but we'll get into that when we start talking about our experiences. Um, so, I don't know. That was just really interesting to me. 
I guess. I mean, what do you guys think? Like, there's no roll, but there's a jump. The thing that frustrated me when I played it was, I, I there, like, for example, if you want to go to the Temple of Time, or at least when I was, there was a bridge that was broken halfway. Yeah. But it looked like I was able to make the jump if I sprinted first and then jumped. Yeah. Sprints, the bottom button, right? I guess yeah. it's B. Yeah. And then jump X. is X. Yeah. And so I had to, like, go down, up. You know, yeah, it's it a really. Felt, felt it really felt like it should, they should be next to each other yes. instead of across. Yeah, yeah. Right. Especially, especially if like, they do affect like old Mario games. You hold the sprint button, then you just hit the A button. You yeah. just roll your yeah. finger. It yeah. didn't feel that natural. So yeah. I'm hoping there's some customer uh, customization, customization yeah. for your controller. Oh. And that would make a lot of sense because I did notice in some of my testing of the jump that the sprinting did affect how far you could jump. Right. So it they do have it programmed in the game where there is a, an effect. So you figure that they need to find a way. And I thought it was weird too because I'm used to hitting. Uh, I think it was B, the bottom button. Used to hitting that to attack things. Yeah, sure, sure. So I'm like sitting there sprinting all the time. How the heck do I fight? And it's, I, I and it's, I'm hitting same. every button I can. Just Where's the f- oh? It it's this button. wave. Like what is? It's way over. What is up with that? And um, it's okay. It works. It, it does work. I, I know. Once you Let's realize it, it, it's not a big deal. And I think um, I'm okay with it because you're not in constant battle. If that makes sense. There's a lot of focus on the exploration. Um, and a lot of the, the world, a lot of the Bokoblin fights is yes. emphasized. You gotta, you gotta sneak up on these guys. Yeah. they have horns and they, yeah, they and they, and they call him, um, yeah, and that actually transitions well into the next thing I want to talk about. Um, there is some unique action and RPG elements mixed in yes. with this yeah. with this demo. Absolutely, um, that hopefully is also true in the final game. Uh, this is the first time I remember where pretty much everything can be picked up and used. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they can pick up your stuff and use it. Oh yeah, like the first fight I had, I didn't realize which button was the arrows and which one was what eventually just throws your sword on the ground. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting my, I want to get my bow out and shoot a bokoblin, and he just picks up his sword and tosses it at the bokoblin, and then I'm like, no, where's my sword? He drops his club, picks up my sword, and comes after me with my sword. Yeah. Great. Now, this probably isn't possible because you're probably bound to it eventually. But like, imagine getting like dropping your master sword. Especially after it's fully powered up and it's like, yeah, that thing does like shoot, five hearts worth of damage every game. Shooting beams, you comes you, shoot your beams time. Time. Like, <laughs> Oh, boy. oh, that would be crazy. That would be crazy. Just breaks yeah. all the But, rules. I mean, that would... I mean, it sounds like impossible, but that would actually fit with how they're handling items in this game. Yeah. And um, it, it makes every encounter seem like its own unique experience. Yes, yeah. right. And, and the items, uh, they're all breakable. Yeah. So far. I'm assuming the Master Sword, once you... isn't breakable. I have a feeling that's... Because uh, we, we all know we saw the Master is in the game, and it's not in the demo. Uh, but every item that we get in the demo can break. I prove that in the fight. Items that I didn't think could break, did break. Um, I remember and running around in the, in the temple, and I was like, "Oh, pots! I'm gonna go break these!" And then I broke my sword yeah, from breaking yeah. the pots. Yeah. And I was like, and wait, this stuff makes sense too. Like the sticks break really easily, as mm-hmm. a stick should. The clubs they last a little longer, but the, you could eventually wear them down and crack them in half. Yeah. The swords they last even longer, and yeah. the bigger your items are, like when you get the, the they had the broad sword or whatever it was called, the giant sword. That thing could last a while. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but it can break. I won't recommend chopping down a tree with it. No. <laughs> it works. It works. I did it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but that, that's the thing. Like that, that's part of the, the whole world, the RPG elements. Like All these items have stats and different like uh, effectiveness and different breakability, which is a very RPG-like with with items. Um, and, you know, we saw in the, at least in the, the, uh, the, the footage, the, the treehouse, the treehouse footage, that... Uh, like there's a huge inventory and like so many different shirts and all stuff like that's yeah. very RPG, very customizing of your yeah. character. 
Um, and that Link's inventory is a little limited, which is also like an RPG thing where you can only have so many items. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, you know, follow is infamous for that. Everyone just picks up everything, and all of a sudden their bags are full and they can't get anything else out. Um, and it's even The Witcher, you can only hold so many weapons and stuff. It's, it's crazy uh, thinking that they implemented all these RPG elements in a game that doesn't feel like an RPG to me. It still feels like Zelda, doesn't it? It felt, it felt like Zelda, it but it felt like a Zelda I've never experienced. And that's right. really kind of what I want to focus on now. As I'm going to throw it over to Eric for a moment because he hasn't had a lot to say yet. Because, hey, the, the Zelda isn't really his thing, but his reaction to just sort of watching it and then watching the joy you had playing it. Well, I'm failing. I'm just like, <laughs> he's smiling over there as he's playing. And I'm just like... Uh, you mean... Well, also trying to hold my phone yeah. in well, inside my bag. Yeah, to get extra footage, which we still yeah. don't know if it worked yeah. out yet. Yeah. Um, sure. So, I'm going to start with you. What is your reaction to all the Zelda stuff? Because like, you didn't know anything about this game at all coming in, pretty much. Yeah, no. Because he didn't. He wasn't. Not, he's not like Zelda. He doesn't follow all the stuff. Um, so, like, this is his first. Like, this is like a new player, basically, first time experiencing this brand new Zelda game. Like, what, what, were, what were your thoughts on all that? What made you, at least in my opinion, act all excited about it? Now you're thinking you want it. Well, yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> no, the graphics are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then, yeah. just, mm-hmm. I mean, the interactability with everything, the customization, I mean, you've touched on pretty much everything that I've thought was amazing. Yeah. And it's just, it's great to just be able light to light all the grass on whatever you want. Yeah, fire. I love fire. <laughs> fire. Yeah, fire is awesome. So, uh, yeah, it, it, there's just so much, um, so much in this game. Oh, yeah. uh, I think to me, what surprised me about uh, seeing it at E3 and seeing what they did with it is there's been a lot of worry that all this delays, they didn't do anything with the time because we've barely seen it. There's been all, we just haven't seen anything about this game. Two years almost. And suddenly, this is not the Zelda game I thought we were getting. This feels like a fully built-out open-world Zelda game. Yeah, right. I personally didn't think Nintendo could pull it off. No. And this was just the first open level. Because <laughs> if you imagine, like, what the, at the Game Awards footage, this was so empty. It was so empty. And so I, I was, didn't feel yeah, like there was anything yeah. to do. Just go to point A to point B and that's it. And no. This opening, I mean, I hope this is indicative of the rest I'm of the world. So. But but down to the very smallest detail, like when I did the prologue section in the story mode, yeah, I was walking down that initial hill, and there's some mushrooms off to the side and this and that, but I started looking a little more closely. I see like a little horned beetle on a tree that you can sneak up and attack if you really wanted to. Yeah. Just like in Sweet. just like in Skyward Sword, there's bug collecting, and just like yes. in, in uh, A Link to the Past, there's bug collecting. So it seemed like I was like, I'm going to sneak up on this bug and hit it with my, yeah. my stick. Yeah. Well, and there was... Uh, okay, so I, I saw a frog. And I'm, I'm thinking, there's a frog? Like, I, I saw these other... Like, a frog. Just a singular frog. It's hopping away from me. It's scared. And all of a sudden, it vanishes into the grass. And I can't find it anymore. And I'm like, that reminds me of my childhood. Yeah. I'm chasing after a frog. I want it. It jumps into the tall grass. I have no idea where the thing went. I'm just like, that. that's masterful. And I get that, you know, I don't know if it was a glitch, because it clearly vanished into the ground. You, you weren't going to find But I'm like, that's almost kind of realistic, in the yeah. sense that yeah. they can get away from you, they can use their camouflage, and you aren't going to find them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be could be coded that way, too. Yeah, it could be. Like, it could very well be intentional. Right. Um, and that's why I could tell, I'm like, I can tell it went through the ground. But at the same time, that makes, like, it doesn't feel wrong. Right. Um, and there's just a lot of wildlife like this. One example, 
Um, and the second time I played uh, the first demo, which was 15 minutes long, where you just explore, is I was going off to the left at the start, and there was a boar. And I didn't have any items at the start. You had this sword, but you you know you got yeah sneak up on the thing and at the time I didn't know how to crouch and sneak up so I accidentally threw my sword at it. <laughs> and, and, so is that how you figure out how It didn't that kill it. It the, ran the, away. The it ran sick. away. No, it ran away. But here's the thing: it ran by a pack of vocal woods. They start chasing after it. Oh. And I was like, wait a second. You're interacting with a wild animal right now. You aren't just. It's like oh, there's a boar that ran by. No, for some reason you want to go kill that boar. Probably because you want to eat it. I'm assuming because there are like if you go around the world, there's like food and like bonfires and all this stuff. Like right there, campsites. Yeah, campsites and stuff. Well, we presume to be campsites. Sure. Um, yeah. Maybe it is. You guys would know more than us, but uh, it's just everything interacts. Mm-hmm. The animals react to you. The yeah. enemies react to the animals, and they react to you. Like everything is interactive. This is it. it it's almost like the most not Zelda Zelda game, because it totally feels, a lot it, it, of feels, big steps it feels it feels right, game. but it feels unexpected. Nothing in the series before told me they could do this, that this would make sense for right, Zelda. Right. To me, they they took a lot of elements that are good in other games and brought them and incorporated them into this. And almost in a unique almost in a unique way. Exactly in a unique way. Like I like I, I noted the the boar running and I'm chasing after it. That doesn't happen in other games. I've made a deer run away and I didn't see an enemy run after it. It just kind of acted like it wasn't even there. Like the AI wasn't there for like that. They, yeah, they don't interact with each yeah. other. But, yeah. but yeah. It doing it, like everything feels interconnected. Um, I'm going to come back to the initial point. You were talking about the very beginning, Rod, mm-hmm. um, of the second demo, which is a story mode, which at least they told me is the beginning of the game. Yeah. Um, resurrection. Hundred years is what uh, one of the characters says yes. to him. You've been asleep for a hundred years, yes. and we woke you up to take care of this calamity. Yeah, something happened, and, and we, you know, you guys know it's the colossal Ganon or whatever. Yeah, calamity. Calamity Ganon. Yeah. 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 Sounds like yeah. Sounds like a which I, I thought I, I thought it was like you can't just say it's Ganon. It's called it's a special yeah. calamity Ganon. He, he looks but, like he looks like. But uh, there's a history with him too. They hinted that he was around before. Yeah, he's like a black uh, and red cloud that circles around the mm-hmm. castle. At least yeah. if that's what Ganon is. Yeah. Right. Um, like, Thing from Green uh, Green Lantern, but it. <laughs> oh boy, um, no. So I just want to focus a bit on that beginning because uh, we don't know a lot about the story. Because what we know, at least from our play session, is just what we got in the second demo. Um, you guys might know a little bit more from the interviews and additional gameplay. But uh, resurrection in a hundred years. Mm-hmm. What is this? Well, what game is this? It doesn't mean like. We've never had a resurrection in Zelda. Right. right. Closest we had was um, waking up Princess Zelda in Zelda 2. Or maybe... It kind of reminded me of him being woken up, almost like in Ocarina of Time, being asleep for seven years, but yeah. it's not It's not that he didn't age a hundred years. But, like, yeah, but the chamber he was in was clearly a preservation chamber. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's... So it's what was what? Why why did he put himself to sleep? And he's right. preserved in water. We're assuming. Well, yeah, or some 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 something. Really, the Sheikah. Sure, she's the Sheikah slates in the same room. Yeah. Um, so it's like my whole thing is why did he have to go to slumber? Right. Who put him there? And how is he or why is he able to wake up? Like obviously we don't know all the you know the story probably unfolds and you figure out why he had to be woken up. Obviously it had to do with you know the Ganon. Right. But. Um, you know, what being woke him up, you know, does that old man play a bigger role? 
then you know because the old man Cthulhu is referenced the original Legend of Zelda, but is that actually his final name? Does you, know, you find out later that he's Zeon's got a theory. I I did notice because um, during like the cutscenes when you're when you're talking with characters, for instance, like with him, you can still pan the camera around. Yes, and so you could pan the camera around to view up, and he actually had uh, uh, blonde eyebrows, yellow eyebrows, and then it looked like he had just like a, a balding head. Maybe it was just the uh, they just didn't add like actual hair yeah, to hair his. underneath it. Um, but he had he had blonde eyebrows, so I'm, I mean he maybe belongs or is in the family, um, yeah. or uh, or was maybe like a previous link or some some I, I'm not. I mean it, it's know, just we have no idea, but like, but I did notice that. Yeah, like a hundred years of sleep, woken up because the world needs it because Hyrule Castle is taken over by Ganon or whatever. And if he, I think the story said something about if he completes what he's doing right now it'll destroy the world or right. something like it's a very simplistic setup mm-hmm. at least if this is all they all it does is set up the very beginning like it is very simplistic which is good in that for anyone out there that complained like twilight princess intro is too long or sort of intro is too long this, this is not too long no, it, right it jumps in with with with, with you just plenty enough. of questions too just as enough. well yes yes which is nice tons but, of questions and you know, do you guys think that's a good direction? Because a lot of people, was, I want a deeper story, I want this, and there's a lot of hints at this here, but on the surface, to me, outside of the resurrection, which raises a lot of questions to me, and the Sheikah slate and all the Sheikah towers, there are some questions. But the story seems really simplistic. It's, you know, you're woken up, you have no idea, you have no memory of what's going on, you have no, no idea who's talking to you, and it's right. heavily hinted that you know the person that's talking to you. Mm-hmm. Right. But she says something. Do you remember me? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. And, you know, you, you can respond with a blank stare. You can say no. Mm-hmm. You know, either way, it's pretty much the same answer. And the story, it just seems very, very simplistic. And that reminds me of basically The Legend of Zelda, the first game, That's where nice the reason the open worldness worked in that game was that there was just enough stories that you knew you needed to save something. But you had to figure the rest out on your own. Sure. And... I don't know. Part of me is like, that's great. That works for what we played. Is it going to work in the grand context of the whole thing? Because one thing we found out was true. Because there's been tons of rumors out there. And we, we do know some now that were true, some that were false. Obviously, like the gender thing, that's totally false. Um, if you're curious, you can go check out my Twitter. Picture of me and Eric with uh, some female links. That's the closest you're going to get to a female link. <laughs> Um, that happened? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> that happened. All right. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but there's no female link in, in the game. Uh, Asian Noah confirmed it, apparently, in some interviews. And uh, just all these different things. And the one thing we got confirmed was those shrines. There's 100 of them. Or over 100 plus. Yeah, 100 plus. They don't have an exact count. Um, and the one that I got into, it's a dungeon. It's a mini dungeon. It really is a mini. It's got puzzles. It's got enemy. Well, a, you actually got a, a enemy. Yeah. Wh- which demo did you get to go into? That is in the second. Okay. The story one. Yeah. I was on my way to one. Yeah. I think. I think it, what, what happens is okay. So I'll give you guys a clue if you yeah, so play tomorrow when, when you get or, or whatever. Okay. When you start off on that, you go down and talk to the old man. I don't even know if you have to talk to him, but I'm assuming you have to talk to him. Um, they highly suggest. I think they highly it highly suggests yeah, you do. Yeah, but I don't points know. you in the right direction. I don't know yeah. if you actually need to because he like says go over to. So maybe you could skip. He, him well, no, yeah, he says go over. You know, he's, he's talking about the Temple of Time, which kind of hints at you to go over to Temple. Of, you don't have to go to the Temple of Time. No, you don't. You do not have to go at all. You just if you know where it is on the map, and if you remember it from the first demo, there's a spirit tower that looks like it's buried under a mountain. Mm-hmm. You need to go over to that spirit tower, and as you're on your way, that voice that taught you to woke you up, we're gonna we'll be like, hey. You know, 
What's up? Yeah, like, like you need to go over here and check this out. So then you go over there and you use your thing and it opens up um, the tower or whatever. Uh, which a lot of people did get to that point because even if you're over exploring the Temple of Time, eventually she'll hint at you to go over there. Because yeah. um, just to let you know right now, there's nothing to do in that Temple of Time. There's a bulk of land and... Oh, there's a bow in it. There's a bow in there. There's a bow. Oh, I, I, I found some arrows in a chest. Yeah. And yeah. then I also broke some pots pointlessly. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, but listen, that stuff's scattered all over the world. Like yeah. It's not just there. Like, this stuff right. is everywhere. There's a lot of, like to discover. But in terms of like if you're looking for something to do, there there's nothing to do, nothing to really explore to find anything really cool, per se. Yet. Yet. I don't know if I, I did, the did you, this is This is kind of slightly off topic, <laughs> but did you guys go into the back of the temple by chance? There was like a... a I feel like I'm going to butcher it, but there was like a goddess-like style statue that looked very similar to Skyward Sword. Yes. Um, yep. To one of those. And uh, yep. I mean, I don't know if that was a thing. Yeah, you can pray to it too. Can you? And really? Really? Yeah. It, like, it, you, when you get up to it, it'll say press A to pray. Really? But like, okay. I link for like, like a general motion. It takes like three seconds. It didn't really feel like a real prayer. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that was kind of cool. Um, but there's nothing that progresses anything over there. So like sure. in this demo, if you just beeline it to where that thing is, get the tower up, get to the bottom of the tower, accuse the old man to come over. Gives you the sail. And then um, he doesn't give you the sail. Oh, he doesn't? He says, he comes over on the sail and he's like, hey, um, hey, check this you out. <laughs> he, he, that's when he tells you you can't get anywhere else off of this thing. It's too steep. If you do it, you're basically going to die. Um, but he says, what you need is this. And then you can say, oh, give me yours. Or uh, something along the lines of, oh, what is that thing? Yeah, you can, you can be nice. Um, and then he says, oh, well, I'm not just going to give it to you. you got to go do something for me. And this is clearly to introduce you to a mechanic in the game. Um, and that is these temples. These, oh, what do they call them? Um, which I just named it. I don't remember. Shrines? Shrines, yes. Um, so he says, why don't you go over to that glowy thing over there and uh, retrieve whatever inside, give it to me, and I'll give you the sale thing. Uh, you, so you go over to there, and it opens up. And you guys have seen this in the footage. I think they went through three or four of them. I think is what I heard Nintendo Minute say when I was waiting in line. And on Nintendo Minute, Nintendo Week, whatever they whatever they were doing. Uh, Nintendo Minute, I think you're right. Because, yeah. yeah, they joke about it not being a minute long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so anyways, they were talking about talking about it and how they went through like four of them. Um, so I'm just presuming that maybe they went through more, I have no idea. But anyways, you use your little tome and it opens everything up and you step on this platform and it kicks you down. Um, and it's a mini dungeon where you get a new like ability. I don't even know if it's an item, it's some, some artifact thing um, that lets you lift metal. Oh, the magnet? Yeah, the you magnet. Really, it's really clearly a magnet, but like, it's, really, it's a really unique item. And just how It's not like any other magnet we've seen in Zelda before. I played a lot with it. I'll talk about it yeah. again. Yeah, and um, you can, you know, that there's like a mini dungeon of puzzles. And then at the end, you talk to this, uh, there, there's a name for this person, I forget. It's sort of the O, um, Omen O or something, or something like that. And you get an orb, and you trade the orb, and you get the thing, and you can sail down to the next level. Well, in that second level, if you beeline through all of that, you can actually keep going. The game isn't going to stop. What stops is the time limit, um, which I'm hoping when we go for the thing on Thursday, the boot tour, and the demo at the end, that we get a longer play session. So then I don't have to worry about it. Because I, I I, th- that intro area is great. I've played through it twice. I'm not saying that there's not more I could see. I think there's more things for me to discover. But how many more really interesting things? I'm not sure about that. Because I've already walked around the whole perimeter and been all over through my two sessions. So, sure. um, well, what did you want to say about? Oh, that? I mean, yeah, I, I played around with that magnet during the first play session. Yeah, the just sandbox stuff, and yeah. I'm just picking stuff up. And it to me, it didn't. That was the only element from the game that really didn't feel like Zelda. 
it felt like something completely different. It felt like Gary's Mod. It yeah. felt like Minecraft a little bit. Yeah. More. I'm picking this thing up and I'm just moving around. Just, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I think like it's something like that... Forging, like yeah. Like, yeah, yeah it, so. didn't, it didn't make sense to me in the first demo. The second demo, when you go down into the dungeon... It and makes so sense. It, I'm like, okay, this feel it's very puzzly. Okay. Yeah, I get it. It makes sense. Because yeah. what I was using yeah, it for three was, different puzzles down there. I think. Okay. I, I reached a quicksand pit, and I think you mentioned there's some yes. chests right up on top yeah. of it, and you can't cross the quicksand because there's yeah you, just, you can't step on it. So there were some metal boxes off to the side. Okay. So I'm dropping these metal boxes, trying to stack, trying up. to make a little bridge, and it didn't work out because I I wanted to move on and see some other parts of the map before I get these chests. But you mentioned it, and you mentioned trying to jump. Yeah. From, so that I think leads into one of the things people were talking about. You can solve a puzzle in multiple different ways. Yes. Yes. So and I'm trying to use physics to make a, a little bra- a bridge mm-hmm. using the magnet, and you tried to jump and. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's actually a hook shot. That's what's really point. cool about about my at least like there are certain things you need to do to progress the story forward, um, but a lot of things you can do. There's so many different ways. So many ways you can take out the enemy. So many ways you can build your inventory. So many ways to solve puzzles. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that the magnet down in the shrine is basically one way to do everything. Though. Okay. Um, there is one spot that might be different. I was using... There's an enemy down there. I don't have no idea what to call it because it's traditional Zelda. It usually introduce itself with a name unless it's a boss. So I have no idea what it was. It was a new enemy. It was shooting lasers at me. Um, and you push this metal block with the magnet to get access to it. But your shields can't block this laser. Um, it just rips right through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, you're trying to take it out, but you don't want to get hit. So like, you can actually lift that metal block around using it as, as a pseudo shield, oh, okay. and like deflect the lasers off. Um, the one thing I didn't try out, which I might this next time, well probably not, because I want to try to get as far in the stories again. Um, but I was wondering because it had it had metal. I was wondering if I could use the magnet on that enemy. That oh, would that would have been interesting if you could, because that would have been different sure. to take it out. I was just beating it with the giant axe because I you know I was rushing through that was like the only weapon I really had I was like please don't break please don't break I don't have any other weapon. I have a stick <laughs> please don't break because like the no giant axe is only doing like one fifth damage to you so like you break before my stick ain't taking you out because um, for those that don't know you get like a giant you you can if you choose to pick it up there's a wood cutting axe in the beginning and you use it to chop down trees and all that good stuff but that's not the only time you can chop as you said you can use, you that. You can use your sword <laughs> You can use your sword. Destructible environments. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know. It, it's just been an amazing experience to me. Um, you know, what, what's your guys' just general takeaway after playing the demo? Like, how do you feel? I want more. Like, I want I want to eat it all. Like, yes. Yes. I, I feel really good. I, uh, I was very skeptical because, you know, like the last, like well, we had talked about the last trailer that we saw, um, didn't really show much to the world sure the world was beautiful but there wasn't it didn't seem like there was anything to do and this demo completely changed that whole idea and and and, and worry uh, in in me and like like i was saying to like to you before like if if you uh weren't a zelda fan before and you you look at this and and you don't seem if this doesn't seem appealing to you you i don't think I don't get it. It doesn't. Yeah, make, yeah, it doesn't right, make yeah. any sense. That's yeah, illogical. I, I agree with you. And uh, as long as you like adventure games or just video games in general, yeah. um, I would just. Yeah. It, the only way I could see you not liking this is if you're just not into action. Sure. All. Like or, yeah. If you're like just a puzzle kind of. I mean, person. but that's and that's a completely different. Uh, yeah. You know that's. But if you're like someone like, that's been like, 
I like Zelda games, but they're too kiddy. I like Zelda games. Sure. Or, like, I like RPG games. I wish Zelda would grow up more, blah, blah, blah. Like, if you're someone that's always been like, I always have an excuse not to play Zelda, but I'll play games similar to Zelda. Um, There, from my impression on this, there is no reason not to. Even though, like, I'll admit, the vocal blends or whatever uh, are very easy to beat, especially with all the different ways you can beat them. It really Mm -hmm. wasn't challenging to beat them. Um, But, and I'll get into this in a little bit, there is enemies in the world that are sure those and, are just and like those are like kind of like the fodder yeah but those are also how you build your inventory right and you might build your inventory from these bigger well, enemies too. i don't know learning yet. how to yeah just learning how to right. play and this is the yeah. beginning area it is important to remember they're not going to like try to kill you right away in the beginning they want to know learn times first. i went to attack something but I ended up putting my sword away going and jumping i'm like oh, no no, yeah, no yeah. attack yeah <laughs> the same no thing. yeah because i admit when i first when i first jumped in my initial impression of the demo was oh, still a little clunky. Yeah, yeah I mean actually, the controls are, are because there's no explanation. Well, there's no explanation. I'm hitting the, the the B button to attack. It's not doing anything. I'm trying to hold up my shield with ZR. It ain't holding up my shield because it's on the other side. It's like they, they move the controls around, and I was like, why? I just played Twilight Princess HD. Why do you move all these controls around? Mm-hmm. Well, okay, I get it now because it has so much additional functionality with those controls that aren't in that game. That game is basically block the shield, attack the sword. Right. Use an item. And now there's so many ways to like combat no, there's jump. an enemy. There's sprint. You know, that's two buttons they wanted to make sure you always have those at the ready because you can climb. Mm-hmm. Which is one thing we haven't really talked about, the scaling right. of the yeah. cliffs. Yeah. You can climb trees and you know, I haven't talked a whole lot about it because in this beginning area there is some stuff to climb, but it's not like there's some not of the some of the big of stuff you saw like in the trailer. Right. Where like there was some cool stuff they were climbing. Yeah, and some of this you can't we didn't have access to that. I now. climbed a tree and got an apple. Yeah. Got an apple. And, th- <laughs> and that's another thing we haven't talked about that's more RPG is there's things in the world that you can use, not just for crafting, but for food. And from what I could tell There are no hearts. Heart no heart drops. No hearts, not at all. Your food you only recover from food. And you can cook food, which in- I-, I believe increases the potency of it with different ingredients. Um, you could cook meat. I saw at least I saw an area where there was meat cooking. You could take some of it. I don't know if you can start your oh, own. I'm assuming no, I, I, you can. So what you, you do okay. is you, let's say you don't have a fire. You don't have fire sure. with you. So what you do is you you get your torch, you light a fire, right, and then you drops. You have to cut down a tree, get some firewood. Yeah, yeah. Lay down your firewood, and then you drop your your you light it on fire, or whatever, and then it makes a little campfire. And then you get your meat out. Then you get your meat out. You just. Pick up your meat in your hands, you just drop it on drop the fire. It, yeah. And then it just sits If only cooking was this easy. Yeah, you just <laughs> take it out. And then what it does is it, it cooks for a little bit, and then it will, like, go bleep. Yeah, it's just like when you got the, at the yeah. pot, and you see all things bubbling up. And yeah, and then like, you pick Man, it. this is really easy cooking. So then man. you pick it up, you go, okay, now I've got, just, like, seared steak, for yeah. example, because I killed a boar and got oh, some nice, steak. Oh, nice, nice. So yeah. the next yeah, so thing... Cooking is one thing, add an experiment. From what you. you can do is you can mix you go to a i think there's pots around yeah I, I didn't find any but you can mix like the pokobans have them in their camp you yeah, can mix awesome. the the meat with mushrooms and then that makes like a shish kebab yeah or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or yeah. i heard that you can put like some spicy stuff in there so it makes like spicy shish kebab yeah. or whatever it is yeah yeah like it's crazy like this is a zelda game we're talking about right. this stuff so yeah. now we know link isn't a vegetarian <laughs> <laughs> um another thing that's interesting i want to note i didn't actually write it down on my list but bringing bringing up the fact that we don't get hearts rupees um, I was reading some things online, some opinions and, and ideas about that. All I know is that you, I, I think, if I'm remembering correctly, I opened, I, think, I opened some chests up and I got things like topaz yes. and, and other precious metals, yeah. and in the description it said, 
These aren't useful for anything right now, but you can use them to trade for rupees. Now, I might be misremembering and saying maybe just currency, yeah. but I think yeah. it did say rupees. Okay. Well, I don't think they changed the name of the currency. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. But it was weird, not just because we didn't have any. They weren't dropping, we cutting grass, well, mm-hmm. breaking things. To be honest, I was more focused on running around doing other things besides cutting grass. Yeah, but, but yeah. I know, I know wait, that's how yeah. it was in the past. Yeah, but, but you have to think about it. Like, like yeah. In the past, not just the cutting grass, chopping yeah. down a tree, you break a pot, right. yeah. you kill yeah. an enemy, rupees yeah. drop. I mean, yeah. it's possible maybe they didn't sure, put them sure. in the demo just because, I mean, maybe it, they would find no it is to it. It, it but, is possible, but, like, but it still, also I mean, felt... It's, it, it's but everything seemed to drop and become something sure. besides cutting the grass. For this is the first time that cutting the grass actually felt useless. Right. It was cool to light it on fire, yeah. but like nothing happened. Also, it hurt an enemy. You can hurt enemies. Doing I did that, actually but. ask our the Nintendo rep that was helping me out. I was like, "So, is there like any purpose to like cutting like grass? Do you ever get anything?" And he was like, "Um," uh, and I was like, "Is it maybe it's just nostalgia?" And he was like, "It's possible." Yeah. So like he didn't even have an idea. Yeah, but. and and you know from all the footage we've seen, I haven't seen any of the when the grass gets damaged, anything pop up. So like that's what, and some of that's from later in the game. So I. It's possible that maybe rupees just aren't as big of a deal as they used to be. Like maybe it once you get to villages, like that's the currency they want to yeah. use. Right. Um, but in order for you to get it, you got to be more. It's like a hunter. You you got to trade in stuff. Yeah, you got to um, you got to bring enough stuff they want. Yeah, and that talks about a point I actually brought up a couple years ago, which was a, a theory of mine that links a hunter and gatherer in this game. This demo at least very supports. He's a hunter oh, yeah. and gatherer, like raw. Yeah. yeah. That he does not carry money on him. His currency is meat right. and veggies and mushrooms and everything he finds you know or like he just hunts and gathers and i can see him where he's got to exchange it in for a currency to get other things that he wants mm, sure. which would just be a really unique way to, to handle rupees right like that's just a weird economy. Yeah, i mean that's what that's what i wanted i wanted rupees to feel more valuable yeah like, like there's not they don't just they're not everywhere yeah like oh man i need a rupee i'll just leave the building go back and break the pots leave yeah, the building, go yeah. Back and break the pots. right now you um, can trade in like mushrooms for like a quarter portion yeah or whatever you know or you know, you take the time to cook, cook up a shish kebab and something, I'll, I'll buy that off you for 10 rupees or something. Right. Like, that would be really cool. We don't know. This is just speculation, but um, it was based on what you thought exactly, might, yeah. might have been in the description. Like, uh, those, those precious metals are definitely used for trading. For something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and even if not for, like, obviously for trading, it could also be used for forging. True. Yeah. yeah. And that, it might be a way, because, really like, cool. that was the one thing I was right. thinking of when we got all done. They break, but can we reforge them? Make them stronger. And I, I, I think also in the description of metals that I had found, it said like it may be used for other things. Yeah. Maybe and I'm like, okay, I think yeah. that's what they meant. Like, yeah. well, and like your, your sword, like when when you're attacking, like I, I think I noticed my sword too. It popped up saying that it was like it, it was damaged. Yeah. And it was going to be broken soon. So yeah. I mean, maybe that warning. Is yeah, maybe it was a warning. Like, hey, you, yeah. you know, if you want to keep this sword, you don't want to lose it. Yeah. Which because there might be like a bunch of swords. You know, master swords are given. We know it's in the game now. It's probably going to be your sword that never breaks. But that doesn't mean it's the most powerful sword. There's mm-hmm. been times in the past the master wasn't the most yeah, powerful. You're right. You still had to use it to be Ganon, per, you know, supposed to use it to be Ganon. But like the Bigger on Sword, um, the Great Gil- Gilded Sword. The Gilded Sword, yeah. Like the Great Fairy Sword. Like yep. We've had swords more powerful than. So I'm wondering if like those swords can exist, but they can break. Yeah, and that's the thing that you need to keep up and you make sure you're reforging. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're gathering supplies to, if you want to keep using it. Um, I think that's really cool. Also, in the demo, wasn't Link wearing some sort of armor? Yes, yes he was. Yes. So maybe it's also maybe you create your own suit of armor or something. Yeah, is that, that especially that armor. Or create your own. That armor in the trailer like looks so awesome. With nothing like anything we've seen. And and what's really cool, um, at least to me, I know there's a lot of fans out there. They really want the tradition of green guard. They want it. They want it. They want it. I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. There was some clothing that was green, right? 
And I remember someone saying, like, oh, that's green. That's good enough for me. Okay, well, that's good enough for you. That's not his traditional. No it looks nothing like his yeah. traditional yeah. guy. Yeah. It's not just the missing hat. Like, it looks nothing like your traditional guy. It's just a green shirt. They're going, it's, a, it's, like, it's like a green shirt. Um, but what was really cool about that clothing system, I think this has had something to do with Adrian, it hasn't come out and said it. He, he talked about um, his comments that he made about, you know, not, you know, pigeonholing Link into what you always know him as because he's just an avatar, basically. Well, he didn't say avatar. Something that referred avatar. Yeah. Um, and I think what he was more leaning towards was some of the unique ideas they had for Link here where we don't want to tie him to that green guard. We're tired of the green, the blue, the red. Okay, we, everyone knows. Fire, that's not unique. This is unique. We saw, I didn't experience it in the demos, but we saw you go to a cold area. Yeah. I think it's cold. Oh, yeah. He shivers. You open your inventory scroll. Yes, he does it help. Like, you need to change those warm clothes or have those warm clothes or you're going to be punished for being there. You can explore. You are more than welcome to do it, but you're going to be punished and you're probably not going to last very long. Um, And that that makes sense to me. Think about it. If we're shoved with our shorts and our t-shirts out in the middle of the cold, we're not going to last long either. Well, Well, it takes a little longer than some. (laughs) Well... Link's, yeah. a, Link's a little more ripped. Yeah. <laughs> than probably all of us. So, well, being in Wisconsin, can we we, make, we're used to the cold, yeah, too. Yes. We are. Yes. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so. Can I, can I make, last a little longer. I might not lose a heart in the first three can minutes I make of the Link there, a nice pair of jorts. Jorts, jorts, jorts. What are we at on our timer there? Uh, we are at 16 seconds left. All right. Yeah, perfect. Like, perfect. Because so I want to transition into the, our, our final 15 minutes. You, want to, you get five to 15 minutes just so we don't go over. Um, the final 15 minutes here, I just want to talk about some of our general impressions of our experiences, both at E3, uh, maybe at the booth itself, because we haven't talked to anything oh, about the booth true. yet. Right. Um, and I'll, I'll start off, because just, we had this little talk, conversation earlier. First yeah. off, the booth, I, I thought was... Um, pretty. It was really pretty looking. Absolutely yeah. good. They had a lot of standstill statues, and they did yeah. have the one animatronic um, cooking oh, yeah, 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 thing yep. that I, I do have. A, I think I took a video of it. Um, yeah. Maybe I'll splice it in here. But it they, they had some cool stuff in there, and it looked great. To me, now, I look back on, I think it was 2004, 2005, uh, at E3. They had the Twilight Princess demo. And you watched this forest, and the animatronic uh, wolf link, and they had the flooring with stuff. I wasn't nearly as impressed with it as that Twilight Princess stuff. And that was a smaller area, granted, so... You know, they were put, I guess, more into that small area. This is a yeah. ma- massive area. Mm-hmm. It's it's a majority of demo booths. I yeah. mean, or demo TV. I mean, the TVs are lined up based on tables, just straight lined there's, up. There's gonna get, be getting as many people in there as they can. That's kind yeah. of their goal. Because right. you're going to play two straight demos for a total of, 35. what, 35 minutes? Yep, so, 35 minutes, yep. So that's a lot. I mean, I can see they didn't want to pack it in, so they crammed it in. But it was also cool looking. Yeah. It, it, it fit the theme of the game. Because there's a lot of open land in the game. Um, so even though I wasn't as impressed with it as I was back in that particular instance with Twilight Princess, once you play the demo, it it clicked. It was like, okay. Right, everything around you. It was yeah, like, like the, there's more space and less stuff, but more interesting stuff. To it actually felt like you were in the game. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was really cool. Um, like, my favorite part of the whole thing is probably... I mean, I do like, you know, where they had... It, it was basically from the initial teaser where they had Link firing the arrow mm-hmm. at the... The Guardian. The Guardian, yes. Thank you. I couldn't think of his name. Um, and that was really cool. They have a big statue of that and lots of pictures of that. But my favorite one was the tower with the vocal blend up. Oh, that thing was yes. sweet. Yeah. Um, so, just in general, I really love that. But 
Um, interesting experiences with the Nintendo people. Um, now, for we, those who don't we know, had, we, had we had a, a pretty really, cool guy. We, our guy was great. And I <laughs> yeah. think our first time around. Our first time around, she was, first time around, she was really cool. Yeah. She, um, I asked her if she would take video. She, she asked me, sure, you don't want my help or something like Something around, like, something like that. And I was like, no, can you just please record video? And like, just you? I'm like, yeah, just me. It's fine. And like, I don't want any help. I'm good. And maybe I should have more help. I want to look like such an idiot. Um, but whatever, it is what it is. And we were in headphones, so like, unfortunately, we have no audio for you guys. Or we have our headphones and everything, but um, which is why I thought it was really like helpful. You could you could hear them talk through the headphones, but I was more listening to what was going on in the game. Yeah. Uh, so it was a really cool person the first time, um, and you know we got to take pictures with everyone. They were very helpful taking pictures of us. That's why I said the pictures with because for some reason, even though this is a male link, I, it's just supposed to be an E three thing. Like all the link cosplays in there were all female. Yeah. I think it's um, just a Nintendo thing. Yeah. Like, there were male reps in there, like, yeah. showing people through the game, but, like, the all the cosplays that weren't showing people through the game, just there for, I guess, eye candy purposes or something, I don't know. I um, mean, they might not have been actual Nintendo... No, but yeah, they probably were. They were probably just higher. Like, even yeah. when you initially go in... And this is what... I thought this was cool the first time. The second time is boring. It's definitely good for the first time. It was yeah, cool the yeah. first time. The first time you go in, you come, in, you come into, like, a like, movie theater kind of situation. Yeah. And they play the demo footage, which, for us at the time... Uh, not, the, not the demo, the trailer. And for nice. us at the time, we didn't really see the trailer. Yeah, it was nice to get a refresher. Yeah. Because yeah. when, like when, yeah, when you're at E3, you, you probably, high chance you didn't see it yet. Especially yeah. that first day. Right. Um, and it, it, looked, it was nice. It looked way gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Well, and big screen. Yeah. You see so many details. Yeah. You see that monster off of yeah. the cliff. Yeah, oh. you see the Stalfos monster walk up on top. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm just like, I want to go there now. Yeah. I don't care if they ripped me apart. Yeah. Um, and that kind of brings me right into my second trip through. So, pretty much everyone treated me very well. There was a particular Nintendo rep, didn't grab her name, didn't want to call her out for her name, because I don't want her to get in trouble. For, yeah, if she works at Nintendo, I don't want her to get in trouble, or I don't want to not hire her again. Um, but I was playing the demo, and obviously I had, I had experience. Um, so I knew a few things. So I decided I want to go in different directions than I did before. And ignore where... Because the game kind of hints at you, if you watch all the previews, like, oh, you should go check up the symbol time. You should go over here. Look at the tower. Look at the... Like, there's very obvious landmarks that it feels like you should go to. And I'm like, no, I'm going to go off to the left where it looks like there's nothing. Um, and I'm going along and a couple packs of Pokemons, get some items or whatever, no big deal. And I come upon this area. It looks like nothing when you first walk up. There's just a couple rocks, and you're just like, oh, whatever. There's, there, I just wonder if there's anything beyond this. Or is, it, or is that the edge where you, know, you can't go any further? Sure. And this giant rock monster just forms out of nothing. And you're like, I'm fighting an overworld boss right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, we've seen teases of this. Like we saw the, the big giant stealth was walking in. I'm fighting one right now. And that Nintendo rep, as soon as that thing popped up, told me, you need to leave. Not leave the booth. You need to leave that 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 guy because sure. you can't beat him. It's impossible. You're not strong enough. You need you need to go away. And I and I just kindly told her that this is what I came to see. I just encountered an overworld boss in a Zelda game. This is you realize this never happened, right? Right. Ever. Right. And it, I played every single Zelda game. Never fought an overworld boss, and now I've encountered one. Sure. Why would I run away from this? If I can't beat it, fine, whatever. But I want to explore. You know, so I, I kind of let it kill me because I was just kind of figuring out its tactics. Came back, fired an arrow at it, did damage, found its weak spot, and I'm like, uh, this thing, I can damage it with the weapons I have now. It can be taken down. And I was dedicated to taking that thing down. Haven't taken it down yet. It will be taken down. I figured out I figured out how to kill it. 
Um, I don't want to spoil too much for you guys. In the footage I, I, I have think, of it, I was, think the footage was on Treehouse. I yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, but um, so like I, I was really annoyed that she was trying to push me away from where I wanted to go because they said that this is about exploration. I just explored yeah. something. I found something. Yeah. I want to figure it out. Why are you telling me not to be? Here? I also, like I said before, you know, I understand if you walk up to him and get wrecked like five times, you're always saying, "Hey, maybe you should." Yeah, maybe you go, should go try something, go else. something else. Yeah, because you're not ready. Yeah. but like, not right away. I was fighting it, and this was the this was probably the cool part about it because it was just this one rep that wasn't wasn't very good, um, because the other rep kindly kindly held my phone to record footage, and I asked this rep, "Hey, can you hold my phone to record footage?" Well, I, I don't want to tell you. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I know, like you've been trained to like say certain things, but I'm like, the last you know rep just held it, so like, and, and then, she, then she goes off and asks another rep, well, "What do I do about this phone thing?" He's like, you grab it, you record the footage, you make sure he's framed in it, and you just hold it. Like, that's what the customer, you know, that's what the guy wants. That's what sure. he, you know, and she initially did, she cut me out of the frame, and then as soon as I got to the guy, that's when she put it down and was telling me I needed to leave the thing, and mm. then she said, I'm not recording any more video for you. Whoa. And I was like, okay, uh, why are you mad at me right now? Like, well, I'm confused. So I'm fighting this thing, and, <laughs> you can't try to and after the first you. time I died, because <laughs> the game is very good when you die, you basically go back to right, where, right before where you died. Um, at least in the demo. I don't know if that's going to be true at the end of the game. Because um, usually in the past, you'd always go back to a specific save point. But it almost felt like your save point was always right before you died. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I come back again full health, and here's this big rock thing about to kick my butt. And I'm figuring out how to beat it. And okay, cool. You climb up, you beat on it. I figured out all the strategy for it, and I almost as dead. If I if the demo would last like another minute, I had it down. It was down like this much of the health left. And as I got down to ha- the halfway point, other employees that were watching other players started coming around me, like, cheering me <laughs> on, like, cool, like, I mean, this is all really cool. And, you, and, and I glance, and here she's over here just, I'm like, what? Yeah. What? I never trained him to do this. I, I, I've, I've just never been treated at a media event. Being told, I, It's one thing to be told what you're supposed to do, but, like, I'm having fun. Yeah. I'm doing something you told me yes. I couldn't do. Like, maybe you feel foolish because you can't beat it, or... And I'm mean, I got to the refs, like, oh, we wish you would have took it out, because, like, we, none of us have taken that thing out yet. Like, we died to it every single time, and you were, like, doing good, like, you know, oh, you Zelda for me, you clearly are a Zelda expert, or whatever. I'm like, I don't know about an expert. I mean, I know a lot more than the average Joe, but it's... It's just... Once you figure it out, like, this is what I like about that. You figure it out. I figure out how to beat him. I'm not leaving until I beat him. Yeah. I don't care if I don't see anything else. I want to beat this thing. Uh, it's a sense of accomplishment that yeah. you get in Zelda that I love. It just it was a weird experience with with that rep. I, I'm hoping, like I said, all the others seemed really great. There's even uh, one of my videos that when she was trying to record it, and like the guy could tell that she was kind of being crabby about it. Like he jumped in front of the camera, and was like, "Yeah, go!" And I was like, "Okay, where's this enthusiasm?" Like I don't. I don't know. I, I don't want to take up this whole time just talking about the, the negative. Like I said, oh, all these positive ones. You know, like the second demo, I was trying to get as far as I could in the story, and I actually got the parasail, and I was starting to start to sail down, and uh, they all were like, oh, we haven't seen this part yet. And they all gathered around me, and then the time ran out, and it's like, oh, I'm like, don't worry, I'll be back tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, it was really cool. Um, it felt like a sense of community. It was like, there's all the fans just like me. Right. Like, they want to see what's next, too. Just like me, like a lot of people were exploring the world. Like, they've seen the same thing all day long. All these yeah. people coming in, going to the temple of time, going to the temple. Of the, here's someone doing something different. Yeah, and that's what I loved about these demos was you could do something different. I just right, we all that, different I felt weird that like we did. she was like encouraged me not to be different. Sure, like mm-hmm. it was gonna kick your butt. Okay, why am I kicking his butt then? 
Like, I wasn't. To be fair, he did do some damage. I wasn't like kicking, kicking his butt, but like I figured out I could beat him. Like it was sure. not beyond this beginner link. He can beat him. It's just hard, and I like that challenge in a Zelda game. Like, right. why are you discouraging me from challenge? That's I, I love that. And I rarely fear challenging Zelda games to be honest. Outside of some puzzles once in a while, um, but this is the enemy opening area of a like. It's kicking my butt, but I can beat it. You just got it. Got to figure it out and got it some forward. I don't know. I had an awesome overall experience. Thought the booth was great. That one particular person, my opinion, could just not be there anymore. She looked so disinterested. Um, sorry. What are your guys' experience? What do you guys? Think well, I mean, I I thought the booth was great. Yeah. Um, and when we were playing, I actually felt very thankful for our person because there were there were times where I was like, I want to go to the tower. I'm going to climb to that top of the tower because I assumed I see this big tower. Yeah, there's got to be something. There's something up there. But apparently, he goes, No, no, no. That's actually in the story mode. Go ahead and. I don't know why they didn't put the story mode first. I feel like yeah. that would have helped that situation. Yeah, I think but all of us can agree. Yeah, story mode should have been first. But he I says, agree. he says, no, 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 come back to that. We'll, we'll get back to that later. Just go do something else. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll go do something else. And then yeah. I started finding more cool things. To yeah. Do. And I, I know that if I had climbed to the top of the tower, it been a colossal waste of time. Yep. I did that. Died a couple times trying yeah. to get down from it because I was really confused on how to angle my camera just right to see the platforms. Because yeah. like, you can climb down slowly, but I'm like, it's such a waste of time to climb back down slowly. It took me so long to climb up. Like the, I should just be able to drop down, and you can, um, but you can drop down and then grab onto you. Well, like when you first when you're at the top of the tower and you're first going down, you can just hit the B to let go, and then if you angle the camera so you're almost a top down view, it's like a top down Zelda view. You just rotate it around, and you can see the next platform, just run to it and just drop. Oh, down. It makes yeah. you that way. So yeah. it's actually really it's a lot faster to go down it than it is to go yeah. up, which makes sense. It should be. Um, which although going up, if you time your jumps, your jump grabs right, you can actually like as soon as you start time, you can do one jump grab and get up to the ledge if you time it right. It's yeah. I wasn't very. I only did, pulled it off like yeah. twice, but it, it can be done. So it, the frustrating but. thing is, like, with that time limit, it's like you have to be, you have to think. Okay, everything that I set out to do is going to take away from my time with this game. Yes, and it just makes me really want to have just a lot of quality time with this game yeah. because I can see myself buying this game and just, just going through every square foot of. I mean, but map these are demos, and I don't know how much of the game is in. You know. There's reports out there that someone was trying to rip it on an SD card, and it's like 16 gigs or something. I don't know if any of that's true. I, as far as I'm aware, it has not leaked yet. But then again, I pretty much been without internet all day. Um, so maybe it is out there. But uh, I'm sure there's large portions of this game, because I'm sure that story mode just keeps going and going. Can you imagine For a while. The strategy guy's going to be like? Maybe there'll be like oh. two different versions. Like one will be like story, and then one will be exploration. Yeah. Oh. And then there'll be a collection. It, it, feels, like, it feels like if you're going to have a, games get on a, a true 100% guy, which pretty much means you've done everything possible you can in the game. you found everything. What is it? This thing? Gonna yeah, be? It's going to be big. I right? mean, it's going to be the biggest walkthrough guide that's ever it's been. The Zelda Bible. Yeah, yeah right? the, the new Zelda Bible. <laughs> yeah. The new uh, like five Hyrule historians. Like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Eric, yeah. booth experience. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. Made you want it even more? What? Yeah. Oh, yeah? I had a lot of fun. I, I got the starting time. I took the tower up. And I was just like, man, what the heck? I saw some uh, enemies down below. I'm just like, eh, heck with it. <laughs> Fireball. 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 Short. Uh, can, can I actually do it? Raise it up. Long. Oh, I can! <laughs> I, I had about ten arrows. Finally hit it with like about three left. I'm like, Snipes! Awesome. <laughs> oh, that's Just so, made it worth it. I'm like, yes. Yeah, that, that, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. yeah. And that's, it's like, it feels like the game of possibilities. Yeah. You know, that that's kind of my overall takeaway from so far with the demo. 
and the whole booth, like, they want everyone to play it, mm-hmm. and they want, like, it, it's the one game at E3 that is very much, you have to play. And, and like, like we're Zelda won. Informer, everyone yeah, I, wants I, to play I, it. I felt like, like, when we were waiting in line, I, I couldn't have thought of any other game that anybody would have wanted to go play. I mean, like, sure, there were all these good games going yes, on, but, like, yeah. Zelda had just been announced... All these people have been standing waiting in line, and and, and it, it, it happened. How many people do you think waited in line there? Oh well, the like, first right, the right first the wait, because uh, you guys were actually pretty far up in the first wait. Mm-hmm. Um, it took us two hours. We yeah yeah we were yeah, about two and a half yeah three, and we and we were three. yeah a decent chunk behind. It was about a three hour wait. Yeah. Um, and that was we were in line within like the first three minutes of E three being exactly. open. I would yeah. Say, yeah. Oh yeah, they closed off the line. You know, we we were right behind you, and they clo- they right, literally yeah. closed off the line and weren't letting people line up anymore because they didn't think they were gonna be able to yeah, fit yeah. anyone else. It turns out they were able to, and then the line ended up growing almost back to as big as it was. Sure. Um, so who knows? I'm hoping all those people got a chance to play. Uh, but it, it to, to me, what makes it different, and what makes it like the game you want to play at E3 is, there was a lot of good games. Like, I walked around, and there's some, some games I'm probably going to try. And I, and I wasn't knocking anything. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, course, but yeah. it seemed like the thing that would be on people's minds. Yeah, because, because it's, it's just the thing announced. people are going to talk about. Well, it, yep. to, to me, it, the reason it is, is you know I walked around the booth and was kind of making note. Okay, maybe I want to get to that. Maybe I want to get to that. Um, but a lot of those games, I know how they work. Mm-hmm. The two, I know. Okay, like Kingdom Hearts three, I know how it's going to work. I know how these games are all going to work because they have previous games in them and they just build off of it. I don't know how Zelda is going to work. This Zelda is so like it's familiar, but it's completely different than anything I've experienced in a game before. Like this is. As was stated, I think, in an interview a while ago, like, Ijinoma wants us to be, like, the new standard for Zelda moving forward. Oh, yeah, and if I this is the new standard, yeah, like... I'm excited to see All that. I can say is, unless they keep the same art direction, it's probably going to be another five years after this releases to the next Zelda, because there, uh, this is a type of... After experience just this demo, my, my takeaway is just, the wait is worth it. Oh, yeah. I did not think it was going to be this polished. Well, maybe this polish, but just this full of stuff. Because after all we saw, it just felt empty. This does not feel empty. And you you know the promise right. that the rep kept saying to us was, this little map, this little chunk that you have, this is 1% of the game. 1%, yeah. and, 1%, and then you yeah. look in the map and you well, pull yeah. out, and it, yeah. it's like, yeah. it gets big, and you're like, oh, that's pretty big. And then it just gets yeah. bigger. Oh, it's pretty yeah. big. And then, whoa, yeah. that's and really big. And the report big. was 12 times the size of Twilight Princess. Yes. Oh, that, yes. was, that was that was in a stated by I think Adrian said mm-hmm. it was twelve times the size of Twilight Princess. That's huge. By the way, guys. That's 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 there's no doubt. This is the biggest world that's ever existed. This little area felt like the size of Ocarina yeah. of Time. And we can right. and we can see places like we can see Death Mountain and we can see this. Yeah, castle. and that's just what we see there. We, we don't. There see... might be there might be areas behind us. Yeah, we know that there's uh, an ocean that you could probably access. There might be islands out there that we couldn't see. Like it's possible. Oh, this game just like I said, the game of possibilities. Yeah, all this. this That's why it feels like it's it's the game you need to play if you're at three E three. Like if any of you guys are watching this and you're attending E three and you haven't played it yet and you've been wondering, like you need to check out this game. If you to play everything else, you're gonna know how those games basically go. Not saying don't be excited for them. It's fine. We've always we've known for a while how Zelda's gonna go. Like it's okay, but you don't know how this Zelda's gonna go. If you think this is just another Zelda game, you are mistaken. Let me just tell. I mean, if you didn't get hyped from the moment that that trailer starts, and like resurrects, 
If you didn't get hyped about the ducks on the, the water, duck right. yeah, that was oh. so cool. I yes. wanted to find those ducks, but then realized we don't have that water area in right there. Yeah. But it was so <sighs> beautiful, though. That and like, the I never cold. thought I'd be like, excited about ducks. I never yeah. thought I'd be excited about Link being cold. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like yeah. seeing him shiver and yeah. like yeah. suffer. It's, it's awesome. like I hate watching him watching suffer. him suffer. Yeah. yeah, but like, oh, it's so cool. So that that's my big takeaway. This is the game you need to play E three, and I know it's easy to say Zelda Informer, but. It's just so different. It's different, but familiar in all the right ways. Yeah. Yep. I agree. So, yeah. Nintendo, give us more. Um, Worth the wait, in my opinion. I want a Majora's Mask style, like, sequel in two years. (laughs) In two years. In two years. Two years. Hey, they did it once before. This this is one thing we we haven't talked about yet. And we'll just bring this briefly up as the the very last thing we talked about, because I'm sure we're a little bit over time. Um, The NX version. Oh, yeah. Okay. We, we do know at the beginning of the unveiling, Reggie did reference it as, as Zelda for Wii U and NX. That's really the only time they said anything about NX. Um, so, for starters, anyone who doesn't think they're getting an amazing experience on Wii U is mistaken. This mm-hmm. All we got to do is play the Wii U version. Yeah. And it is amazing. There is no, um, from from what we could tell, at least we could have just been demo reason only, there's no map or anything going on on the screen. You guys might have more details on it because I know the Pro Controller is compatible. We, we, we found out some some things about that by reading online and talking to different yeah. people and stuff. Yeah, but so, so is there is it confirmed that there's not going to be... It sounds like they moved the menu to the, um, or uh, the map system. The mini map? To, yep, to, to the, the screen to... Um, so that way it's easier and to, for like players to see, so that way they're not looking down at the screen. And it sounds like they're probably not going to put anything on the screen to keep the processing power like, higher up. Again, why is there a gamepad? I think that's I mean, what one has been asking. Like, 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 I think Nintendo, is this like Nintendo admitting, like, okay, people looking down at the screen is actually not good. Right. I, I mean, you see, you can move... We we for sure know that you can move the game to the the game. Yes, yeah, I mean, there, yeah. So I think that tap times an accident. Yeah. <laughs> so you can well, I, oh, I did it, and I think the game actually just broke. I'm like tap. I just wanted to get like a video of like what the screen looks like up there when you flip it. Yeah, right. But I, I mean that flip. that the Wii U is pumping out some serious graphics onto the TV. Yes, yeah. so I mean that yes. could be some reason. So um, with the NX, I didn't ask anyone. We'll yeah, I didn't ask anyone with the FPS. I know it was running 720p. I could just tell that it wasn't. It wasn't the full 1080. But uh, I couldn't... FPS, I'm assuming, is 30. It's got to be. I'm not too... Uh, like, like it's the thing. I couldn't tell like, with my naked eye. Cause I, yeah. Because the only way I could really tell is if you have it running at 16 and you have it running at 37. So I'm, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a lot smoother. Or whatever. Sure. Um, so I'm sure you, you guys might already know this. But um, so like, I was thinking, you know, as I was standing in line the second time, okay, what's NX going to do that's different to this? Because they've already made it to the gamepad. Like, you don't need the touchscreen. So if there's no touchscreen in the NX, okay, cool. Well, it's not a big deal. Well, apparently Kotaku had was in attendance at that, like, a Sunday preview of the game. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Said a special that, preview. I guess there was, someone had asked the question during the Q&A, is there a difference between the NX and the Wii U? And what was the answer you, you got? Uh, is that there, you won't be getting, I, I'm going to I'm gonna butcher this, of course, but you won't be getting a lesser experience playing the game. You, you'll still get the full, the full enjoy, or you still have the full enjoyability of, like, the, the, the game on, on both, both yeah. systems. So it sounds like, I mean, maybe I'm yeah. Have, I'm thinking 1080p. You won't be missing out on anything. Yeah, this would be the best yeah. I'm thinking. I'm thinking if it's 720 Wii U, 1080 on NX. Um, maybe some extra filtering or something. Uh, you know, maybe, you know, maybe some some anti-aliasing maybe to because right. because one thing that is noticeable like it's a it's a gorgeous game and the art style works beautifully with it. Um, but you can tell it's a little blurry at times, a little jaggies. Um, you know, some of the trees are very flat. The leaves on them. 
Um, you can see, even see that in the in the trailer. You know, when they chopped on the tree and all the like, it was like yeah. straight ink. <laughs> like, yeah. like that's not how a tree would look like if it fell. Right, um, right. You know, and I always felt, oh, man. then again, look how massive this world is. Yeah. Look at all the stuff it going is, on in this is. world. Like, do I really expect the, do I really expect the Wii U? Yeah, do I really expect the Wii U to be like, yeah, we're gonna make sure all we, individual leaves when we have individual blades of grass and animals and enemies and yeah. you know, right. you chopped on all the trees. And, um, so yeah, it, it, I, I I'm starting to think after playing this, the differences of the NX version are not going to be as stark as some people thought. I think 1080p may be anti-aliasing, so it's going to look crisper. That's, that might be it. Right, right. I mean, that, it sounds it sounds like... Which, which for many people, that's, that's enough. That's fine. Yeah. That's great. I'm going to own both versions, so I'm sure I'll end up playing the NX version more because it is Why crisper. I, mean, I have right. a big like 65-inch TV to play it on, so right. crisper's better for me. But um, unless Nintendo was 4K. That would be great. Um, but either way, that doesn't fundamentally change the game. Right. You know, that's just, okay, things look a little clearer, but it's yeah. still the same game. Um, one thing that, I, that might get improved, um, and this is something I didn't really think about as I was playing, but as I was watching back on some of the footage, there is a lot of pop-in. Yes, I did notice that even with the trailer. or with the de- Not with the trailer, but with the demos they were showing? Yeah. Pop-in. Pop-in. Yeah. Um, and I know for a lot of people, pop-in really bothers them. You know, you're walking every 20 feet and seeing new stuff pop-in. Like, and again, that that is a hardware thing. It's hardware limitation on draw distance. You know, right. they, they just can't have all that stuff. Now, and that is something the NX could improve on too as well. So, but again, these are not fundamental changes to the game. They're just minor improvements right. that um, make the experience more well rounded, but not different. Hmm. You know, it's not it's not like Hyrule Warriors 3DS compared to Hyrule Warriors on the Wii, where Hyrule Warriors 3DS not just has lesser draw distance, lesser enemies, blah, blah blah. And I still think the 3DS version is better, but. The differences are a lot more stark. So, I mean, maybe it'll just come down to just changing graphical. Yeah. Graphical yeah, just I mean, high, higher draw distance, higher, you know, yep. whatever. You know, higher resolution and anti-aliasing. Like, I, I just don't see... I, I basically see them being, like, just, like, taking a couple boxes that are on... That when you're on PC, you know, you can go higher res or something. Like, right. Like... Yep. Uh, and, well, unless well, the, the, the NX is a fresh idea, so who knows? It could right. do we, some we, crazy no control idea. thing. We're going to be walking out with lightsabers. <laughs> <laughs> Every item's a lightsaber. Oh, did you know this lightsaber is unique? You can actually pull on it now, use it as a bow, and it stretches. And it's like putty, but then it snaps back. How about those arrows, though? The ones in the demo? Oh, oh my God. The fire they explosion, like the model, whatever? Like the blade. The blade oh, the blade ones? ones? Yeah. Oh, oh sure. Those look freaking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I can say is yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right, so uh, we're going to wrap things up. We're, we'll, we'll do uh, just one final thing you want to end on, uh, like your overall. You know, let's do this. Three words to describe your experience with the game. Start with Eric. Holy crap. Man. Man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Listen, where's that third word? Yes. Did I give you too many? Maybe we should just move on. <laughs> what do we got? I'm so happy. I'm just... Uh, I'm so happy. Yeah. I, I'm, yep, that's it. There you go. Feed me more. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get enough. I know it's a little more than three. Because of the contraction. That's a word. Whatever. I, that's it. I've never wanted to play a game more than this. I think we can all agree. Like yeah, we have a guy's not even a big Zelda fan over there. Like I, this is like a must play. Yeah, go ahead. I could see this is the first time I think I could see him going up and like you know I'm buying a Wii U to play this. That's crazy to think because the Wii is going out, or maybe he wants to get the NX or whatever when that comes out, whatever. But like there's something that 
you would buy a console yeah, to play this. this, this if this is the yeah. only game, it, it doesn't matter. You yeah, want if to break if that you feel bad. unsatisfied with your Wii U over the last two years, this will this will definitely make up for that. Yeah, right. I mean, more yeah, more so than that. You know, we, yeah. we we've talked about Zelda so much today, and it just barely scratched the surface. Yeah, oh, exactly. All, and like, we haven't even finished scratching the surface. Everything in the demo. Oh, of course. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, apparently, you can wait. I, I you know, I, I was the person next to me. I walk in one of the guardians. I yeah, didn't and even I haven't even I haven't even talked about the music, but <sighs> that's another thing. I can, I barely heard the music. It was, yeah, just, it was it's a little loud. Very very beautiful piano pieces that oh, would just yeah. play when when you would do certain things. Yeah, oh yeah, the sound or like or when like when the old man would like fly out of the sky, you just hear like his. A beautiful piano, oh, right? Yeah. Like, and that's 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 about oh, that old man. I, I can already see the millions of theories about it. Just the, the sky. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Talk about the minimalist style. The music sounded minimalist, but I have a feeling that it's gonna. It'll, yeah, it'll probably ramp up. Like this was a demo. Yeah. Um, it might. There's probably more to the demo than you think. They got the time limit. Um, outside the first fifteen. The first fifteen, I think that the, you're stuck. You can, there's no story progression. You can't go in there. Right. Yeah. Needless to um, say, there's a lot but, to still talk about. Yes, there is. <laughs> Like beating that dang rock monster. <laughs> <laughs> so so there's a lot of I don't business. know if I can beat the guardian. I'll we'll try if I can figure out how to wake him. Up. I don't know how we woke him up. Um, so I, mean, I was trying to figure out how to wake wake up the guardians before, and I just couldn't figure. And, just and you know what? One, After I go through all the all the coverage, I'll realize. Oh, okay. This one, is one challenge at a time. Just yeah, one challenge at a time. I'm getting ahead of myself. All right. Well, that's gonna do it. This is the live at E3 Zelda Informer podcast. Well, we're not really live. Hey, we're at E3. Um, Again, I am your host, Nathaniel Ruffle Jance, editor in chief. This is Rod, our senior editor. Eric, the former color guy. <laughs> way, way back in the day. Way before this predates Zelda Informer. Yes. Um, Trevor's hero guy. He just helps me out with anything I really need. Um, and he does programming now, so I can actually go to him for help with that, too. And I'm going to butcher it again. Zeon. 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 See, there you go. Zeon. It's not that bad. Zeon of the 21st century. Alright. <laughs> 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 <laughs>